The Lord be with you. Hey, this is uh, Pastor John Perling together with Ron Hinchman talking through the Roman letter from Paul, how he describes Jesus Christ and, uh, and the good gifts that God gives us through, uh, through Christ. Today, we're uh, going to tick off some of the uh, favorite topics that come up in the letter of Romans that uh, as Ron has been teaching it in, over the years and uh, as we've been studying it, how uh, benefit to us. The, uh, the main question, as you begin this study of Romans, how has the bread of the gospel satisfied the hunger of your soul? The, the idea here is that there's uh, never, never an end to pondering the word, never an end to uh, getting satisfied with it so that you can set it aside and be done like you graduate but because uh, there, there's always uh, these topics that come up and uh, and provide for good good conversation uh, to start off with uh, Romans is one of the one of the clearest descriptions of how salvation works right uh, how it how it functions how God does it He's got uh, folks who know about him and folks who don't know about him. And really, he treats them, he recognizes that they're all in the same boat. They're all, they're all embedded with sin, and he needs to uh, cure them in some specific way. So that's the role that Jesus plays. He's the, he's the cure for the original sin and the act of sin, all the ways that we separate ourselves from God so on the one hand, by the time we get to the middle of chapter 3, Paul says, you know what? We're all in the same boat. We're all sinners. We've all earned death. That's why the resurrection of Jesus is the gift that gives us eternal life. There's almost no clearer description of what, uh, what Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, accomplished when he died and rose from the dead. Well, and the book of Romans really demonstrates. I tell people this. This is my funny little saying. I say the book of Romans is my mini Bible. It's your mini Bible? Because yeah. it, it talks about so many things that we still talk about today. Mm -hmm. It talks politics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It talks religion. It talks money. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. talks about all those things we're not supposed to talk about in school and church. Right, right, but right. But we do anyway. And so... I like, and there's several of the verses that we could all pick. Uh, the one I really like the most, uh, we have talked about several, but is because I'm forgiven, I should just keep sinning, right? Right. Yeah, let, right. Let's just go ahead and do it. And my analogy on that is this. If grace is going to abound, <laughs> why should we just stop sinning? Yeah. We should just sin all the more. Because yeah, that way more I get more. more grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Free, and it's free. Right, right, I, right. I only have to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> but I like to, my analogy is, and some of us have actually lived this, famous drunk on that Friday night after drinking. They're on the toilet, what we used to call it, praying to the porcelain god, small mm -hmm, g. Mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're, oh, Lord, I'll never do this again if you just let me get through this night. Yeah, yeah. And then what are we doing a week later? <laughs> We're doing the same thing. Right back at it, huh? And, and I think a lot of people take that text and do that. Mm -hmm. We sin because we're sinners. Mm -hmm. The devil tempts us all the time. This is where the word of the Lord has to help you. And I always laugh about it because people sit there and try to bargain with God too. Oh, I'm right. not do this sin again. Right, right. But I'll do this. And right. that's why it's one of my favorite passages because Paul's saying, 
no, that's not what it's saying. He gets real real with them. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. wake up. It's kind of slapping you on the back of the head, tapping your forward assist, saying, yeah. hey, um, no. It says, yes, you're forgiven, but you're supposed to not do these sins. Yeah, grace is <laughs> not permission to uh, yeah, yeah. to go crazy. Yeah, and yeah. people do. Uh, yeah. I uh, When I was younger, I was addicted to caffeine. And people have a lot of addictions, whether it's to cigarettes, to drugs, to whatever you're addicted to. God's word is what helps you get over it. Because mm -hmm. I was addicted to sodas. I was drinking easily six sodas a day, easily. And I gained a lot of weight. And I was sitting behind a desk in the army. And I said, I got to do something about it. And, you know, I try to deal with deals with God. Yeah, if I stop this, uh, you know, help me through this. It, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I quit cold turkey and it was the worst two weeks of my life. And I'm like, wow, this is painful. I had headaches. I know what true addicts go through. Withdrawal, headaches, anger for no reason at mm -hmm. all. And really the only thing that got me through it is mm -hmm. that I knew in the end that God was protecting me. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. I wasn't going to die from it. Right. I'm not going to die from giving up caffeine. Physical, logical. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that 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 little bit was enough. <laughs> it was to enough let you to realize. Get me yep. I've not touched a soda of any kind since 1997, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it really impresses my wife that she says you got such a willpower. Well, was it willpower or was it by the grace of God? Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. think it was by the grace of God because. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you get willpower. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I really like that one because we do as sinners, we sit there and we're, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop this. And then the next time you do it, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, God, I'm going to stop this. Mm -hmm. And then you do it again. And again, it becomes a vicious circle that you got to break. And sometimes breaking it is just talking to somebody. And I think Paul does that with people. I think he probably broke a lot of sin, sin uh, cycles. Circles, cycles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think he really did that it. one. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Yeah, he, he does a great job of, of being uh, right there with people of all different kinds of situations. And he says, look, he talks real with them. We're, uh, we're, we're a people who are, are – uh, broken by sin we're we've got death hanging over us uh but this is why jesus comes to to talk to us today to recoup us and to recover us and to set us back into being truly human again yeah another way that uh, another one of the verses i like is to you know give unto caesar what's due to him and give unto the lord what's due to him you know when, when he's talking about money and taxes and stuff and people will say, oh, I can't believe the government's doing this. Well, these governments are only in place because God says so. Mm -hmm. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, God says so. So, yeah, I had a buddy. He used to make me laugh because he says, well, my my way of giving to the church is I throw all my money up in the air, and what God wants, he takes, and whatever lands on the ground is mine. Uh, that, that's not, not, not what they're talking about, okay? <laughs> you're really supposed to, you know, the, when you support your government, you're actually supporting God. Mm -hmm. Because your government supports laws and stuff like that. And people, I love when people say they don't believe in God and then they say they won't break laws. I say, well, why not? Well, because, you know, it's wrong to kill. Why? Mm -hmm. What in your heart? Is, somewhere in your heart, there's a little bit of the Lord. That's mm -hmm. why you say that. Because if you really believe that there's no God or anything, I think you would commit more crimes. I really do, because you wouldn't have a moral compass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really like that one. 
you know, get to what Caesar what's due to them, but mm -hmm. don't forget you still owe the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, and it's through prayer, you know, repentance as much as, as able. Cause some people, some people just don't have the mental capacity to, you know, I, I don't think the Lord's going to hold it against somebody that does not have the mental capacity to understand right from wrong. Somebody that's got a mental illness or something like that. People, I think God's protecting those, those ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they still sin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pastor still sins. Mm -hmm. All of them. Everybody still sins. And, it, and that's what Paul kind of keeps telling you on these. Hey, don't keep sinning. Give people what they, you're supposed to give because that's the right thing to do. And at the same time, you're being commanded to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God commanded us to do this because mm -hmm. he put them in place. He doesn't just say willy-nilly, uh, let's be silly. He puts mm -hmm. people in charge. Mm -hmm. And I got it. Everybody's got all sorts of opinions on government. Well, if, the, if God really wants this, why does he let Trump tweet? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, guess what? We're still sinners. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of stuff happens, right? So All that's kinds really of stuff why I, I, I like – those are two of my favorite verses. There's several of them. I, I think you can attach Romans to almost anything that's happening today. If you go into Romans, you're going to find some semblance of it in there, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's law, whether it's gospel, whether it's, you know, that runaway kid. Mm -hmm. You're going to find some kind of information in Romans that Paul addresses to them because – it was a metropolis. Right. And if it's a metropolis, wouldn't it be doing the same things that we're doing today? Maybe not in the huge scale because we've got social media and stuff, but I still think that all these things that are happening today happened back then. Yeah, when you got tens and tens of thousands of people living all in the same locale, there's all kinds of stuff going on. No, but no doubt about it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think there are numerous polls out there today. I, I really do. I believe there are people that really, their whole mission in life is they want to get the word out there and get it out right. I think the sin in us stops some of that from happening, but it also at the same time makes them stronger because now mm -hmm. they're, they're more forceful and like, okay, uh, you block me on this road. You put up a stop sign. I'm going to go to this road because it's only got a yield sign. <laughs> right. <laughs> Always want a little bit of an avenue. Yeah. A little bit of a seam to get through. And, 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 yeah. that, and that I think that's what Paul did. And I think that's how the bread of gospel gets in his. Paul in these, these verses found that, that seam. Mm -hmm. And he says, let me just wiggle in here. You know, he put that little thought in your mind that become, it was a thought. And then it was a memory. And then it was a conscious decision. Mm -hmm. And I think he's really good at that. And that's how that satisfies the hunger in me is because I know what Paul was, what he was doing was telling you, hey, I got it. You're human. You're an idiot. <laughs> but at the same time, you're loved. Mm -hmm. you're, you're children of God. And here's some wisdom for yeah, you. Here yeah, here is some wisdom for you. Yeah, yeah. Don't worship that porcelain God, okay? That's, right. but, yeah, it comes down to that. <laughs> That's for darn sure. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us again as we walk through the book of Romans a little bit. We're going to be picking up with uh, chapter one again next time when we get together. So I uh, look forward to tapping you on the shoulder and saying, hey, come alongside for the, for the walk through Romans with us. Mm -hmm.